You have now tuned in to the Comic Section Network. We are live at 5, 4, 3, 2... Hello and welcome everybody to episode 5 of the Live Gamers Podcast, I think it is. I'm your host, Mike, and my voluptuous co-host... Who? Jason. Yeah, no, another another uh, one of those good old adjectives. Oh yeah, Descript- descriptors. Uh, so you know, what are you playing? Uh, Slay the Spire. Still, it's it's taken over. I know. Oh Get yeah, used to it. Um, that and uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, this weekend was uh, Pokemon Go Fest, and I played it all weekend. I saw. I've noticed. Oh yeah. What about you? What have you been playing? Uh, finishing up the Dark Souls 2 DLCs. I have all the DLCs done. Now it's got to finish off with the main game. Okay. Uh, N- Nota? Noita? I don't know if you've seen that or not. Mm-mm. So you know those old Flash sand games? Yeah. Where everything's like, oh, this is fire, and if you mix fire with oil, it does this, and yada yada. Yeah. So take that, mix it with a roguelike uh explorer game mm-hmm. uh like you know spelunky isaac one of those sand games and risk of rain and you have a pretty awesome game for like 25 bucks hmm when did it come it's out a, i don't know but i know it's really hard hmm noita? I n-o-i-t-a noita it's, it's really hard i still haven't been able to beat it hmm but it's really fun uh, so you're a wizard, and you pick up different spells and wands, and each one of those spells, you know, do something different, and then the wands all have, like, some kind of different, how much how much spells they can hold, do they shuffle the spells, how fat, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. and you're able to mix and match, and then there's, like, perks you can get, there's different enemies, and you just want to find the end, and it's like, it's, it's like Isaac. Yeah. But a sand game, and harder. Huh. It's a lot of fun. I don't know why, but that reminds me of a game that I backed on Kickstarter a while ago um, called Moira. M-O-I-R-A. Moira. M-O-R-I-A? I-R-A. R-I-A? Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's look at it. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. it's all bitty. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it is made to look like something from the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance era. But you play as a wizard, but wizard. the only spell that you have managed to get the hang of is copy. Oh, uh, okay. So you copy your enemies to attack. So, like, if, you know, there's a knight coming at you with a sword, you use copy on him and then... Your wand becomes a sword, and you can choo-choo-choo-choo. Oh, you're Kirby. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there's, like, puzzles. Uh, There's, like, a one I remember is, because I played the demo, Um, there's, like, a little tube in the wall, but you're too big for the tube, so you got to use copy on a rat, and then you can fit. It transforms you into a rat, and then you can fit in the tube. Super cool. And, um... You can, just like with the Game Boy Color, you can uh, change the color palette for the game. 
You can do like black and white, you can do red, you can do like normal colors. So I see. It's gonna be a pretty pretty fun game when it comes out. Eventually. Yes, eventually. <laughs> Mind you, I backed it like four or five years ago. <laughs> Are you sure it's still coming out? Uh, I still get updates every now and then, so... Okay, at least that's a plus. Yeah. And besides that, I've been playing Smash Brothers again. Ooh, how's that going? Uh, pretty good. I gotta get in on that power vacuum that's there right now. Mm. So I, I assume you're playing like the, the latest Smash Brothers? Yeah, yeah, the newest okay. one. Okay. There's been a, uh, like I said, a power vacuum after all the uh, Smash Brothers scandals going on. Can you uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, a little not safe for work warning. Ooh. So it's essentially rape allegations between one, two, three, four, the top five of the top players. Ooh. Like statutory rape. They've been uh, using their powers to mess with teenagers. Yikes. Uh, I know yep. you can't see my face, uh, but... Yeah, no, it's... Uh... So we got some pretty big names. Cinepi, Naro, D1, Kiaitaro, and the, the biggest one of all, Zero. Who boy. You've, you've heard of Zero, right? I've heard of him. Like the number one top top Smash Brothers player. Yeah. Has went like 40-0 and 0 in competitions. Yeah. Uh, he's been banned from Twitch now. Who boy. So, and, uh, just just to clarify, there, it's nothing with the, the game itself or the developers, it's the players. No, no, it's the players. Okay, who boy, you had me, had me worried there for a minute. Nintendo can't do anything wrong. I know, that's why I was so scared. <laughs> but then here's the thing about all these players, is they didn't, they just pretty much admitted to all of it. Jeez. For like, you know, trying to, I guess, apologize for it and try to get it as quickly as possible. But uh, it's not a, not a good thing. Nope. Yeah. So they essentially all rolled over and admitted to it. And now Zero's banned from Twitch. Which that one kind of hurts because Zero's ridiculous when he plays. I mean... <sighs> yeah, no, get banned. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if if you didn't want the repercussions, then you shouldn't have, you know. And how do you mess it up? Zero literally had it all, man. He had it made. Yeah. He was rolling in the millions from that sweet competition money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he was even at the, uh, when the game first came out, Nintendo's Open. I think Ooh. he won that. Of course. And he also had, was it, what's that website where you can learn something from somebody, like a Skillshare type thing? Uh, Fiverr? I don't no. know. <laughs> anyway, he had a workshop on that about just playing Smash in general. Jeez, man. Come yeah, on. So, so uh, he can join Dr. Disrespect and being banned from Twitch. Oh, boy. Which, uh, we still don't know why Dr. Disrespect was banned from Twitch. Yeah, uh, I haven't gone looking for any reason, but I haven't seen anything come across my desk as to why he's banned, so I don't Let's know. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to take a quick look and see if we can't find any reason why he was banned. Do, 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 do. Cutting this all out. Nope. 
fact, I'm going to keep your singing. I'm going to bass boost it, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to make it even louder. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> uh, the only thing he's tweeted, tweeted about it is that he has information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. So uh, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, no, still no reason on the reason for his ban from Twitch. Still we'll, we'll, unknown. We'll come back to the Hillary Clinton issue. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna he's gonna commit suicide in the next few days. Is all I know. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, no. Besides that, and then uh, speaking of Nintendo, they had the largest Giga leak ever. So I didn't see anything about it. Uh, what got leaked? Everything. A bunch of their old games. Okay. Stuff from Super Mario 64, stuff from Ocarina of Time from the disk drive, stuff from Super Nintendo about Super Mario World, stuff from Yoshi's Island, uh, stuff from Star Fox, just, uh, oh, stuff from Pokemon. Ooh. Like, there is, I was just going to read you one of them. Like the prototypes for the Gen 4 legendaries? Yeah. They look terrible, by the way. Of course. They're like kids' drawings. Uh, there was also apparently a leak to have a an MMORPG for Pokemon that got canceled. I, I remember hearing like rumors about that way, way back. Well, they were trying to do it, and they did not do it. So, were, were these leaks, were they like leaks of from stuff that got cut out of the original old games. games okay oh yeah this this is these are old leaks okay i, I say I thought, leaks but it's mostly prototypes and stuff that never happened i thought for a second that they leaked uh remakes of such and such no no, and no. Such. no remakes these are all from so uh, so my favorite one probably well not my favorite one but the biggest one was uh there was a model for Luigi in Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. They found it. There was there was a model. It was supposed to be a two-player game. Hmm. But it was never implemented. I wonder why. There was a little bit of code. Uh, Yoshi's original design was ugly. <laughs> Not surprised. Like, it was... Uh, he had a wrinkly mouth. Ew. Uh, there was a prototype for DK, which looks terrible. Oh, Yoshi's Island wasn't even his game at the start. Really? It was some other. It was. They have a video of an early build of Yoshi's Island, and it's some other character. It look, kind of looks like Rayman, but he's wearing a pilot hat and goggles. Huh. It's not a. I see what they're going for, but good call to put a Yoshi in there. Yeah. Uh, a leaked copy of Star Fox Two showed human characters as well as the animals. Uh huh. Uh, Zelda on the sixty-four DD drive has been. There's screenshots of it. Huh. So there's like a whole nother dungeon, some of the stuff with better detailing. Boy, I'm gonna have to after the show go and go and No, look definitely at this. look at it. There's a there's a bunch of stuff, but my favorite one out of all of these is a uh, code or sprites from Super Mario Land from the NES with Luigi flipping the bird. Ha <laughs> I g I can see why they didn't do that anymore, but that's a. Uh... <laughs> oh Luigi. Yeah, no, they have a there's a there's there's proof that Luigi was flipping the bird. So now we can't say it never happened. Mm. Mm mm. Oh, oh, you'll like this one, the prototype for Garchomp, the beta. Mhm. He was red. Hmm. He looks uh 
He looks weird. Instead of that uh, that dark blue. No, he was red. Uh, Garchomp was on all fours, and he didn't have his giant mouth. Huh. The second one looked kind of like a dinosaur, and then the regular Garchomp, he looks too smooth. He's not pointy. Huh. Yep. That's uh, weird. There's some, there's some sprites for a Scrap BS remake, or a BS Zelda 2 remake. Ooh. They found the original, uh, like a model or polygon for Link, essentially, the first time, I guess, for the the Super Nintendo FS chip, FX chips. Okay. Uh, just early prototypes of uh, Super Mario 64. Uh, sprites for a Grandpa Yoshi. A There's Grandpa a, Yoshi. It's Yoshi with a beard and a cane. Oh, with the okay. I didn't know Yoshi could grow hair, but uh, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, uh, I mean, there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot I'm even missing. But Man. no, it's definitely, like, Yoshi was originally supposed to just breathe fire. Ooh. Okay. It's, uh, it's really good. Check, give it a shot. Oh, I most definitely will. Oh, the video for the, what's it, the video with the character that's supposed to be Yoshi's Island? Yeah. It has, like, the Super Mario 64 song. Huh. But it's all wrong. Yeah, N- Nintendo is <laughs> notorious for reusing uh, music, like um, the 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 opening theme to Ocarina of Time. Yep, is just the um, the flute music from Super Mario Three. Yep, the whistle. Yep, I knew that. I just couldn't remember at the time. So they are notorious for reusing music, just like upscaling or downscaling the audio and speeding it up or slowing it down. And just like, new song. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so people right now are working on getting all these stuff, all this stuff kind of working. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I wouldn't hold your breath for it. Yeah. I don't think Nintendo's made a statement about it yet. But I won't be surprised if stuff starts getting uh, taken down pretty soon. Ooh. It's just... Well, I mean, by now, I would think that so many people have it downloaded and saved to their computers that it is untake-downable. <laughs> oh, it's not that it's take-downable. It's that if you try to play something on YouTube, Nintendo's going to oh, give yeah, you yeah. a ban you for playing it. Yeah. They're weird about that kind of stuff. Yeah, the the mythical whitelist, which I, to this day, do not understand how Game Grumps got whitelisted. They make too much money. It must be that. Because Aaron's constantly ban- or bashing uh, Sonic. Yeah, even though he has admitted that he is the biggest Sonic fan on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, no, he loves Sonic. He loves... I mean, the idea of Sonic is great. That's one of the best character designs I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. But I agree with him on this. The games are terrible. The exception of, like, Sonic, Sonic 2, and Sonic Mania. Yeah, even then. Sonic Spinball is probably the best. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But besides that, speaking of leaks, there's leaks that Bloodborne could be coming to PC and PlayStation 5. Ooh. Well, technically right now that 
Bloodborne is technically playable on PC in two ways. One, you could get a PlayStation 4 emulator. Yeah. And do it the really hard way. Mm-hmm. Or you could subscribe to PlayStation Now for 12 months for forty one ninety nine, and you can play it that way on their server. So Hashtag you don't get to own the game. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, I'm not a, no, I'm not a sponsor at all. But you could do that to play Bloodborne online. Hmm. I wouldn't recommend it because it's on a server. Oh, yeah. It's not fast. Yeah. And all that good stuff. But Wario64 on Twitter has said, you can play Bloodborne on PC with PS Now or wait a little longer. Yeah. Um, and there's also been leaked pictures of uh, of Bloodborne on PC with PC stats on the side, so I'm hopeful. Hmm. That's all I want. Uh, speaking of Bloodborne... Uh, have you seen the, uh, the game Yarntown? No. Oh boy, you would love it. Uh, look it up real quick. Uh, it's an indie dev that made Bloodborne into a 2D Zelda-like game. But how long is this game? Uh, it's still in development, but, um, I imagine it's gonna be the full game. Um, good luck? Yeah, but... Pixel art and stuff takes a long time. Yeah. I mean, if they want to do that, good for them, but that is a that is a lot of pixels. Oh, yeah. Like, almost... Like, I saw the gif where it's the... The druid... Not the druid beast. Yeah. The big monster. I've seen that picture. Okay. But again, I mean, it'd be cool if it happens, but that's... Oh, that's yeah. That's a whole lot of games to just make into a pixel. Yeah. It's cute. I don't know if they'll ever get like, hey, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I don't anticipate it being like picked up by anybody. I think it's just a, a passion project for this this individual. Uh, good on them. But uh, yeah, so Bloodborne 2D. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit more on PlayStation 5. Do you want to buy a gold-plated version of it? Ooh, boy, do I not. <laughs> Not even for 25,000 euros each. A little bit of an editor's note here. That was supposed to be $2,500. No. (laughs) But Jason, the system comes gold-plated, the controller comes gold-plated, and a pair of gold-plated Sony headphones. Um, nah. (laughs) There's only going to be 100. Still no. (laughs) What about rose gold? No, even oh, less than regular gold. For a wrong, but okay. I like gold more than rose gold. I like white gold more than rose gold. Rose gold is my least favorite uh, color of gold. That's okay. You can be wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, I don't know where you can buy these from. I just, apparently it's happening and it's cool. Who oh boy. Like, it's not 20... 20- $25,000 school. Once again, I'm kind of dumb, and that's supposed to be $2,500, not $25,000. The the PlayStation 5 looks bad enough, in my opinion. You leave the router alone. But I can't... Are there pictures of what it looks like? Yeah, there's pictures. Just type in 24 karat gold PlayStation 5. It looks good. All right, let, let's see. Like I'm saying, it makes it look... I would say it looks better. Ugh. 
I think it looks better. I don't care what you say. It looks fantastic. Ugh. It's a fingerprint magnet. Yeah, but ugh. What do you mean, uh? <laughs> I just want to see it in rose gold. Now that. That's going to look good. Oh, my God. Anywho. <laughs> get that off get my computer. It. You can get mad about it, but it's good. Hey, I'm happy about it. I can get mad about it, but it's bad. <laughs> Fine. Why don't you talk about your your precious Xbox One X? Uh, well, <laughs> whoa, slow down there. Uh, so, uh, the Xbox Games Showcase, if you can call it that. You know, E3 continued. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, as of this recording, last Wednesday, they didn't talk a whole lot about hardware. Alright. But, uh, you know, the, the show was prefaced by a half-hour explanation of the Halo series. Well, they described uh, the Halo series? Yep. They they explained the story so far. And it took them half an hour. I mean, that sounds about right. Um, but all that was leading up to um, the opening of the show. They uh, showed a little bit of gameplay for Halo Infinite. Which looks, you know, alright. But um, it doesn't look... Aside from... Uh, being better looking, like graphically, it doesn't look any right. different than any of the Halos that I played. Okay. Um, that's fine. Is the, but what you don't realize, Jason, is they added a grapple hook. Yes, they did add. So, for, so you know, back in what was it twenty sixteen was the year of the bow. Yeah. Twenty is the year of the grapple hook. Apparently, but yeah. Uh, Still a, a, driving a warthog and still, you know, Schuston, uh what are the the little guys called? Grunts? Grunts. The Covenant? And, and uh, Roots and all that. Gorillas. Gorillas, yes. <laughs> but other than Halo Infinite, the show, in my opinion, was kind of underwhelming. Well, yeah, it's Xbox. Well, I'm not here to pass judgment on either console. Yes, we are. That's the whole reason why we're here. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we All are right. here to pass judgment on consoles. I am a PC gamer, so in my opinion, both consoles are bad. Yes, that's what we're here to say. We're passing judgment. Okay, fine. <laughs> State of Decay 3 got announced. Um, oh, I forgot yeah. all about State of Decay. Never even heard of the first two. Um, Everwild looks okay. Uh, it's like a, from what I can tell from the trailer, it's like a an RPG kind of deal. All right. Um, bring back Mario RPG. We want to talk about RPGs. Bring back Mario RPG for real. Doesn't hear a company that took over that can't, the one that has all the rights and went bankrupt. Mm. Stop it. Avowed looks pretty good. It's a uh, first-person uh, RPG, like uh, swords and magic and whatnot. Alright. Um, it looks pretty good. Psychonauts 2. Will never live up to the hype of Psychonauts 1. Never ever, but... 
It's been I'm, too long. I'm still excited for it. <laughs> I've never... I don't know anything about the games. I just know the first one came out, people loved it, and now two's coming out, and people are going to hate it. Yeah. See, that's the problem with um, picking up a franchise after a long, long, long hiatus. Is it's yeah. never going to live up to people's expectations. You hear that, Half-Life 3? Yeah. <laughs> um, just kidding. So... Have you have you seen playthrough of uh, Half Life Alex? Speaking of Half Life Three, no. Okay, so this is about to be a huge old spoiler warning. <laughs> so, so if you don't want to hear it, by the way, Jason. Um. Eh. Go ahead. So you know how Halo Two Episode Two ended, right? I would also like to point out I meant to say Half Life, not Halo. I am having quite the day. Yes. With Eli dying. Yes. Whoa! So, so uh, Half-Life Alex is a prequel, and it ends by Alex freeing the G-Man from some type of prison, because she thinks it's Gordon. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much grants her a wish, and what that wish does is retcon the ending to Half-Life 2, Episode 2. Uh-huh. So Eli li- lives, Alex disappears... And then Eli walks up to Gordon and says, we got work to do, and puts a crowbar in his hand. Uh-huh. So that's that was like, so Half-Life 3 is coming. Okay. It's got to be coming. Valve's got to count to three eventually, am I right? Uh, allegedly. I just hope it's in, I hope it's in VR. What else got announced for Xbox? Fable. Fable. I'm not excited for it. That is the only thing uh, of the entire show that I was legitimately legitimately excited about. I've played Fable 1, 2, and 3, and in my opinion, it's gotten worse by each, by each title. Yes, I agree with that <laughs> sentiment wholeheartedly. But you can't beat Fable 1. And my, my hope is that resurfacing of the Fable franchise is going to be better but is it going to be xbox exclusive probably not um it's come to that sweet pc I- i'm hoping that it's going to be for pc because uh fable was originally a pc game i didn't know that i think so are let you me- lying let me see i'm gonna look at it first no you're not i'm gonna go first no, you're not oh oh fable anniversary on steam I mean, you can play it. I'm looking. I don't think it was originally a PC game. I mean, I could be totally wrong. It was developed for the Xbox, Microsoft Windows, and Mac OS X platforms by Big Box Studios. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. It came out simultaneously um, on Xbox, PC, and Mac. Nobody plays games on Mac. Yeah. Well... Uh, I won't get into that meme. <laughs> there, there was somebody yeah. us, using a a MacBook as a mouse pad for their PC, <laughs> and they're like, "Look, I'm gaming on Mac." <laughs> yeah, but no, Fable. I I hope it's good. I hope they do it better. Yeah, me too. But Fable anniversary on Steam. I might have to buy that. Oh, thirty four ninety nine. I might have to wait for it to come on sale. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of Steam. Is like you find something that you didn't know was on Steam. You see the price, and you're like, eh, you add it to your wish list, and Steam will tell you when it's on sale. 
But here's the thing. How did you play Fable? On my PC? Were you good or evil? No, no. Were you good or evil? Oh, um, a mix of the two. I, I kind of straddled the line. Okay, that is not how you play Fable. Well, uh, all right. You, okay, which, I'm which gonna... time? Because I played it multiple times. Oh, well, yeah, we always play it, but I'm talking about the first time you play it. Yeah, the first time I kind of... I didn't go one side or the other. I took each uh, choice individually. I feel like you're missing the point of Fable. Eh. <laughs> Did you ever play Black and White? No, but it sounds very black and white. So, um, it it was from the the same people, I think. Um, Lionhead Studio or not not Lionhead Studios. Big um, box. Big box. Uh, hold on. Big box. Calm it now. I think that's the publisher. I'm gonna keep talking about Fable while you're looking stuff up. Lionhead uh, Studios. Lionhead Studios. All right. So black and black and white and black and white two were games where you played as a god, and you had this little little island full of people, and okay. So you gained strength by them worshiping you. So you had to have them build like shrines and temples and whatnot but you had to keep them alive and keep them happy and whatnot but okay but um you could also what was it called there was a very specific name for it oh they were just called creatures wow thanks for the build up for that yeah uh i feel (laughs) feel silly now but uh they're called creatures they were giant <laughs> avatars that, um, you know, each had strengths and weaknesses. And let me read this. As a god, the player can teach their creature to perform tasks such as stocking the village store or performing miracles. Um, or you could have them fight other uh, creatures. Or you could just, you know, pick people up and put them down. Or you could pick people up and flick them into the ocean. Okay, this sounds like a ripoff of the Nintendo 64 DD game that never got a release in America called Doshin the Giant. Hmm. It's essentially what you just described, except you're a big yellow giant man, and you're a god to these people, and you can either help them or hurt them. (laughs) Interesting. I'll have to check that out. (laughs) It, It never came out in America. I don't know if it came out in Japan or not. Huh. It's really bare bones. You look like a Roblox character. Ew. It it looks, it wouldn't have been good for American audiences. Yeah, and and their love will make you grow larger. Hmm. But um, other than that, um, oh, real quick, the one thing that will always, always, always stick with me about the Fable franchise was in Fable One, there was a a side quest. Yeah. For you to. Yeah. Okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for you to get, I think it was mushrooms for this guy, this like stoner guy. And he yeah. said, and I quote, Did you know if you hold real still, I can see your skeleton? <laughs> 
and I don't know why, but I, that has always stuck with me. <laughs> that has stuck with you and haunted your dreams, and you'll never be the same. Yep, exactly. But, um... Uh, yeah, another yeah. Warhammer game's coming out. Ooh. I don't I, know a whole lot about Warhammer, but I know those games are... My friend says they're fun. I have never played Warhammer. It's a... It started off as a tabletop game, right? Started off and still going strong. Yes. So I've seen like the the minifigs and the like I've seen it and I've seen the games, but I've never never played it. They're all right. Uh, my favorite thing about those games slash tabletop game is the lore. Uh huh. Because the I want to say it's the Chaos Marines serve an emperor and uh essentially if you commit heresy against the emperor they just blow up your planet dope <laughs> they are the the ultimate just kind of like crusaders essentially hmm dope and and it's a uh, beautiful um speaking of tabletop slash board games um there's a game coming out this month august um, this month, yes, this month, shifty eyes. <laughs> um, called the Stygian Society. It looks incredibly fun, and I am going to get it and both the expansions. The Stygian Society. Yes. Uh, real quick, the Stygian Society is a diceless dungeon crawl. Heroes work together to climb the cube tower. Eliminating enemies as they work their way to the top and the tower's master. So if it's if it's diceless, I'm, I gotta look up how this works then. Yeah, um, there there's cubes. They're essentially dice, but they don't have any like pips or anything. They're just blank. Okay. And you drop them into the top of the t the tower, and each enemy is like a, on a floor and has little uh, cutouts that goes into the tower to allow the dice through um, or to stop them to, depending on how and where it lands. Um, but depending on what comes out the bottom of the tower determines um, the, the outcome of that particular fight and treasure and whatnot. It looks so much fun. And I can't... Just use dice. It, I'm sorry, yeah. this is dice with extra steps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it looks incredibly fun, and I can't wait to play it. Well, I hope you have fun. Well, thank you. Me too. <laughs> but it's just... I get the thing they want to be different, but it just sounds like dice with extra steps. Yeah. I'm looking at a rundown of it right now on YouTube, and there's like... Those pieces are going to get lost. Yeah. Deal one wound. It's... Oh my... There's so much to it. There's just a lot. Yeah. I'm just I'm just like skipping it. That's a lot of stuff going on. I am all right on that. I will stick to Pathfinder and Starfinder. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you say Starfinder? Yeah. Ooh, I, I, I assume that's Pathfinder in space? Yes and no. It's its own system. Okay. It's still made by Paizo. All the stuff's free online. Okay. Uh, it has really good ship combat. Ooh. It's like the best thing it has going for it. I'm a sucker for ship combat. 
Oh, it's really good. Uh, so essentially you'll have a pilot who can do maneuvers. You have a gunner who shoots the guns. You have a mechanic who fixes or diverts power. Mm-hmm. And then you have a science officer, which operates the scanners, target this, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And everybody takes turns doing whatever they want to do, or you can switch up depending on your skills. It's really, it's, it's fun. Hmm. I'll have to give that a look. It's honestly the best thing out of Starfinder. Hmm. And it's super easy to put that in any other game. So, aside from the, the ship combat, what, what do you what is the game about? It's a tabletop game. Anything you want it to be. Okay. It's just uh, sci-fi themed. Is there like... Can you explore planets? Or is it all in space? You can do whatever you want to do, man. Cool. That's, That's the fun like. of that game. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's like D&D. Okay. But Pathfinder, but in space. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, R- Rock of Ages 3 has come out. Ooh. That's the and one if, where you're a boulder, right? <laughs> that's the one where you are a boulder. Cool. And your goal is to set it's a tower defense mixed with bowling and a history lesson. Uh-huh. Uh I think last game you're playing as Atlas. And I think this game you're playing as Odysseus. Uh-huh. And it's it's the same thing. Same pretty much formula. Still looks great. Hmm. Except this time they've added the giant flying spaghetti monster as God's God. Oh. <laughs> so it's uh, it's real silly. Dope. No, no, worth a play. I'll have to, uh, is it already out or does it come out soon? Oh, it's already out. Okay. It's already out. Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I know it can be played with mouse and keyboard or with a controller. Hmm. I'm not sure. All I know is this all Vine Sauce play it at one point and it looks, uh, real good. Hmm. I'll have to uh, check that out. What other things we got coming out, Jason? Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. Fantasy Star Online 2? That's a lot of work. What is that? <laughs> uh, I never actually played Fantasy Star or Fantasy Star Online. But um, my understanding is that it is a MMO, a massively multiplayer online game. For those of you who don't know. Um, but it is... How do I explain this? It's like sci-fi. Like futuristic. Laser swords and whatnot. Yeah. But um, it it looks good. Alright then. Yep. That, that's yeah. it. It looks that's, good. That's that, all the input I got for that. <laughs> I mean... You- you got Curmudgeon, the board game? Ooh, Curmudgeon. That game looks super fun. So, like, do you want me to read this, or do you want to yes, read it? Yes, okay. you read it. <clears throat> Let me get on my sexy voice. <clears throat> oh, I am so going to mute all of this. Oh, yes. And then I'm just going <laughs> to add in me talking over you. <laughs> Yeah, where it says, let me put in my sexy voice, I'm just going to put myself over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, curmudgeon, you're a cantankerous crank, a surly grump, a crusty grouch, and an ill-tempered m- malcontent all in one body. 
This game rewards you for being the biggest curmudgeon on the block because it's pretty great. So, <laughs> what it is, is... You haven't sold me yet, come on. So, it is a, <laughs> a card game where the, the, the goal is to hurl the best insult at your opponent. <laughs> but... Okay. So, the card will have, like, individual parts of an insult. Like, you know, one card will say, with big earlobes. And another card will say, um, I don't know, like, uh, a crank car. And so you have to, like, string them together and be like, you're a crank car with big earlobes. And it looks super silly and super fun. <laughs> I'll just play cards against humanity. <laughs> it would, yeah. It's what they sound like, they're like, but family-friendly-ish. Yeah. You know, you know, uh... There's no card that says, you know, uh, forgive nope, my language. Nope, can't put that in there. Dang it. Can't, nope, not putting that in there. I'm not doing extra work. Dang it. I'm the one who edits, I'm the one who edits these, okay? Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, take that out. Uh, Spider-Man, their stuff got uh, how it's going to look. Miles Morales is going to be 4K, 60 FPS. Ooh. So make sure you have a 4K TV. Yep. Or else it doesn't work. Yep. Kind of like when people say my my computer can run at 144 uh, frames per second. Yeah, but, but do you have don't. a 144 hertz screen? Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> Got to have that refresh rate. Oh, man. People who don't understand... Like, I, I, I understand not, like, not understanding the in-depth how computers and TVs and consoles and stuff work. But I, the, talk to the guy at, you know, at Best Buy. He'll, he'll, he'll tell you that, oh, you want to play Spider-Man in 4K? You need a 4K TV. See... I would say don't talk to the guy at Best Buy because he's just trying to make money. But see, the thing about Best Buy is I used to work at Best Buy, mind you. I know. Um, I know you did. So, I know more about you than you think, Jason. So, Like that one year at Black Friday, you let you yelled at Leroy Jenkins? Yeah. I know. I know your life. Well. You worked with my cousin there. Who? <gasps> That's... I did not know that. Huh. How did you not know this? I don't know. I was brain damage. <laughs> well, now you make me feel bad. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, brain damage. <laughs> okay. But anywho, uh, the the core product, TVs, computers, washer and dryer and stuff, they actually lose money on. How do they lose money on that? Because they're selling it at below cost. They make their money on the protection plan that they offer and the accessories, like the cables and, um, you know, the screen cleaners and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> so, what I'm hearing is I go and I should buy those things, but don't get anything else on it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, this is why I just buy stuff off of Facebook Marketplace for a second-hand price. Yep. That's how I got my PC, actually. 
Ooh. It was secondhand, and I've been throwing stuff together ever since. Cool. Like right now, I have four terabytes of solid-state hard drive on there. Mm. That's so fast. Mm. Uh, we're also forgetting a big game that came out this week, or last week. Uh, do you tell? Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yes. I thought that came out a long time ago. No, that's that's recently came out. Hmm. Is it a, a PS4 exclusive? PlayStation exclusive, baby. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Not cool. I haven't seen or heard anything about it since um, E3 last year. Yeah, it's the one where they did the really pretty scene. Yeah, where he's walking through the uh, the hay or whatever. And then everything catches on fire. Yeah. So, uh, have you seen anything I'm, about it? So, I've seen it, and I'm not sure about it at all. I have a friend who's really into... I need to get him on here one day to have him defend himself about Ghost of Tsushima. His name is Swanky. He's a really cool guy. Uh, I love him to death. But he, he's a big PlayStation fan. Like that is, that is where he belongs, apparently. Hmm. And he's been like waiting for Ghost of Tsushima and all that good stuff. And I'm very spoiled by Sekiro and having something that, you know, made by FromSoft... Yeah, I those are the those two I always get confused. Ghost of Tsushima and um, Sekiro. I always get those confused. Well, Sek- Sekiro is a fantastic game. Ten out of ten, love it. Mm. Have mm-hmm. have a couple mm-hmm. hundred hours in it. Uh, my other thing about Ghost of Tsushima, they look very similar. Ghost of Tsushima is, I would say, rooted more in reality because you're okay. protecting Japan from the Ma- Mongolians. The the what? Those Mongolians. Okay. So, Let's make sure I heard you right. Yeah, because of South Park, <laughs> I haven't been able to say that word correctly in many a years. Cool. Uh, but no, you're just defending from... You're the ghost, I guess, the warrior of Shishima killing all the Mongolians. Hmm. And uh, to me, it looks very button mashy. Yeah. And uh, looking on the reviewers who I don't trust, like IGN, where they give everything a 10... Except for um, Pokemon uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Ruby and Sapphire. They said too much, too much water. water. <laughs> Can't do it. Too much water. Not a fan. Oh my god. Too much trumpet in the soundtrack. Oh my god. We need god. to cut all that trumpet out. I just. Ever since then, I I haven't given IGN a second thought. No. I was just like, because this is another thing with uh. Last of Us 2, with all the reviews. People are... Fans are still upset while the reviewers are still giving it good reviews. Uh-huh. But I think the fans are upset just because of the leaks. Because I've I've heard people I listen to talk about the game. And people, some people are saying the story's garbage, just a basic revenge story. And some people are like, who cares? The gameplay's fun. Yeah. So... Um... I can never. I just play a game and see if you like it. Yeah, so I don't really uh, pay much attention to reviewers until the game has been out for at least two weeks to a month, 
ever since uh, I think it was Crash Team Racing. What happened with Crash Team Racing? Oh boy! So the game came out. the The review copies went out to reviewers. They played the game. They wrote the reviews. They said this game is great. It's got no microtransactions, which gets what you pay for. Okay. And then, like a week later, a week after the game came out, they added microtransactions to the game, so that you know all the reviews were already out saying there were no microtransactions. Ah, but what were the microtransactions for? Like costumes, I think. Oh, see. I'm no. I'm okay with those as long as they don't add any actual. If you want to pay money for skins, that's fine. Whatever, I don't care. Right. See, I go back and forth on that because it depends, in my opinion, on the game. So games like Crash Team Racing, right? That is obviously marketed towards children. Right? No, I would argue with that. Crash Team Racing was marketed towards nostalgic 25-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying children um, didn't play it, but I'm saying that game was marketed for sole reason for nostalgia. Just like the Crash remake and just like the Spyro remake. Well, yes, the, the Crash and the Spyro remake. But um, the Crash Team Racing and games like that, like... Um, Fortnite. There you go. That's it's, the one. <laughs> it's marketed towards children who have notoriously poor impulse control. And so they will get a hold of mom and dad's credit card and buy the l- little costumes and whatnot. So. Well, that, those children aren't being hit enough. <laughs> well, yeah. Hit them again. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I go back and forth on the the microtransaction issue. Eh, it's again, that's not the game people. That's not the game developers or the game studios' fault. Those are just terrible yeah. kids. I I won't. I will. Eh. But speaking of Crash, Crash Four, with some sneak preaks at it. It's coming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Rooster Teach just uh, did a quick little demo of it. Ooh. It looks good. Uh, that's called Crash for It's About Time, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a clever title. Which it looks like they're going back to the original formula of 2D levels, chase levels. Cool. But they did add in Cortex levels. Ooh. You can play as Cortex, and apparently you meet with Crash at a certain point in time, and you cause something. Hmm. Uh, they've added new masks, which is fun. New masks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have your Aku, Abu Aku, whatever it's called. Yeah. Which is your extra extra hit. Well, now they have stuff yeah. that uh, slow down time for certain box challenges. They have stuff oh. that phase shift where you see a little blue outline, you press it, and a box appears. Uh-huh. They've added fire boxes, which are just boxes. Fire boxes. They just shoot fire occasionally. Oh, okay. So, it looks like they're just adding new stuff. It looks like it's going to be good. Cool. Uh, they've added classic and what was it classic and modern lifestyle? So you know your classic. You have a set of lives. You lose them all. You go back. Whatever. And then they have yeah. modern, which is hey, you can just die forever. But then they add a death counter. Oh, okay. Which I'm super hmm. lives and stuff were 
of an era where games had to be hard to be long. Yeah. So now where you can die unlimited. Because I hate that where it's like, oh, you ran out of life, start the level back again, enjoy. It's yeah. like, don't waste my time. As a kid, um, I I see where they, it was coming from, but as an adult, I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Just let me die and carry on. <laughs> yeah. Cause let me just let me just die, get back to where I was, so I can try it again. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I hate it. Don't make me. Don't make me replay an entire level just to lose those lives again. Because what I'm gonna have to do is just go find a spot, farm lives, and then do it where I can do it that way. Super Mario Three World Three Stage Four. Yeah. For the win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not saying don't have death without consequences. Yes. So. At the very least, that, that counter, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. So you, your friends will be like, oh, yeah, you beat that level, but you died 684 times. Yeah. But no, I'm excited because there's been a few Crash games in between the original trilogy that just weren't great. Such as? Uh, the, was it Brawl? Bumper? Were they glued together? Ah. Where they're less about platforming and they were going into more of like a modern style. Hmm. Which, you know, to each their own, but they did terribly. Hmm. Hmm. You okay there, Chief? Mind your business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, I got you. Uh, what's Tetris Effect connected? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, it is a... From what I understand from the trailer, it is multiplayer Tetris. Hasn't it already been done? Yes, that's in a competitive way. Slow up, you're telling me we got co-op Tetris now? I think so. How does that even? So, so to add, add to the confusion, there's not two, but three Tetris boards. Uh, okay. And you each individually are playing Tetris, and then at some point the three screens just fuse together, and you're playing on one giant Tetris board. I don't know. I've never been good at Tetris, like, ever. So I probably will not play that. I mean, it's on Xbox, so, you know. So I will definitely (laughs) not play that. But, I mean... But, uh... Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, even Tetris 99 was super weird, but people loved it. Yeah. That was actually a lot of fun. Um, people thought that was a lot of fun. Um, it's really cool, actually. Uh, my buddies, uh, Scott and Steen, shout out to Scott and Steen, their son, James, is a freaking wizard at... Tetris? Uh, at Poyo Poyo and at Tetris. So, um, when Tetris 99 came out, he, like, he was was number one all the time. (laughs) And when that game came out that was Tetris and Puyo Puyo, and it swapped between the two. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's cool. It's cool. It's way too much for me (laughs) to keep up with. But James, bless his heart, he, without skipping a beat, 
just switches from one to the other, and he's a master at both of them. I've... And he's like, he's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta find something you're good at. It's just, it boggles my mind how how good he is at these games. What boggles my mind is how Tetris still trying to be relevant. Yeah. I mean, I like Tetris 99, but after that, kind of stop. Like, I don't have a problem with, you know, you updating the graphics and whatnot. Just release Tetris on the next-gen platform. You don't have to reinvent Tetris. It's, when it comes down to it, it's the same game. But just release Tetris Stop it with Tetris Connect, whatever, and Tetris 99, whatever, and just, just give me Tetris. Nah, I was cool with Tetris 99. That was, I was okay with that. Well, to each his own. <laughs> Look, it was competitive Tetris. <laughs> yeah. But it was with 90, the- it was a Tetris, uh, what are those games called? Uh. We, I know what it is. Battle Royale. Yes, it was a Tetris Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. It w- it was silly and it was it was a a cheap idea just to get people's attention. Yeah, and when it comes down to it, it you're still playing just Tetris. You just happen to be in with ninety nine other people. Yeah, you could that are also you could sabotage people on that game. Oh, you could. Yeah, so you would essentially pick a random player, and if you get a Tetris, they get those, like, dead blocks. Okay. And they have to deal with it. And if you're okay. doing really well, more people will target you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, Battle Royales are still going on. Yeah, I just... When Tetris 99 was announced, I was like, are you kidding me? There's a Tetris Battle Royale. Has science gone too far? Your your scientists were busy with whether or not they could. They didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. <laughs> uh, my feelings on Battle Royale is that they should be an optional game mode that just kind of gets thrown in. Kind of like yes. how uh, Call of Duty did it. Yeah. It's like, here's the normal Call of Duty. Hey, we're just doing a Battle Royale just for fun. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, there is one that I was excited about coming out, and I haven't heard about it mm-hmm. since. It was a wizard battle royale. A wizard battle royale. Which I really like the idea of that. It's called oh. Spellbreak. Spellbreak. I don't think I've heard of that. <laughs> it's, it's a wizard battle royale. You find spells, you find potions, and those spells are essentially like your guns. Okay. But it's it sounds more fun than just the regular point and shoot. Yeah. And maybe it's already out. Maybe I missed it. I'm getting like flashes of something. I, I think I may have seen the, the trailer for And it's gonna be free to play for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Hmm. But you know what I mean? I would rather see a combo with spells and instead of just, hey, this gun shoots this differently. Yeah. I get that. So so I wanna see I wanna see this game to be good and honestly it might be out. I might have to get it. Hmm. You'll have to let me know how it is. Yeah, because like this person they're shooting they're shooting bolts, this person's throwing earth, this person has an acid cloud, this person's doing a wall of fire. This person's Hmm. 
it gives more variety than just yeah. point. I, I like it. I'm assuming I'm assuming you get different stuff that give you different stats. Huh. This, I dig I, it. It looks like Breath of the Wild almost in the way it's like cartoony. Hmm. Look at the trailer. It's a uh, give me more battle royales that are that are that are different instead of just point and shoot. It's called Spellbreak. Spellbreak. One word. One word. I'm gonna touch back on Fable while we're here. Okay. So when I play Fable games, I always play the spellcaster or any type of game that gives that option. I like to play the spellcaster. Okay. Same with like tabletops. It's like anybody can swing a sword in real life, but I can't shoot lightning out of my hands. Yeah, I get that. Um, so that's always been my kind of draw to it. I just about always played um, the uh, wait the person with the bow and arrow, isn't it? Yeah. you like to play the archer don't you squidward yeah you got me (laughs) i mean there's nothing wrong with that that's again it's like "Ah, that's all right uh just get let me cast spells yeah speaking of archer uh, have you seen any of those uh videos in skyrim uh where with the archery trick shots no i have not Oh boy, there's one where someone... Have you you played Skyrim, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so somebody, this guy, is at are on the, the... It's called the Throat of the World. Uh, it is the, the biggest mountain uh, there is in Skyrim. He's at the top. He takes his bow out. He aims it a little bit. Gets it just right. And then lets loose an arrow. And then fast travels to uh, to Windhelm, which is at the base of uh, the throat of the mountain, or the throat of the world. And he goes to a specific house and just sits there and waits and waits and waits. <laughs> and then you see uh, a thief comes out from uh, this house's back door. And like as he's closing the door... Arrow, <laughs> arrow hits him. <laughs> yeah, those are uh, those are pretty good. Speaking of Skyrim videos, have you ever heard of YMFAH? No. He does so. He does things like how to beat Skyrim with zero equipment load, how to make a bow only build in Skyrim, and when I say bow only build, I mean bow only, as in he punches with it. Uh huh. He does the thief the thieves guild without stealing. He does the mage college without magic. Huh. He does an entire pacifist run. Uh have you heard of the the spiffing Brit? No. He does a whole series on most of his videos are buggy not buggy, but exploits and games. Um, uh, you know, like challenges and stuff. Yeah, so he has a whole series on Skyrim because that game is so easy to exploit because Todd Howard is—it just works. It, it, it something, um, <laughs> but he does like a fork only run where <laughs> he enchants his fork to do like seven bajillion fire damage. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And uh, a bare hands only run, and so many other things. 
but uh, the the spiffing Brit. <laughs> uh, or else I found about why AMF whatever. My favorite thing I found about him is he does also does uh, Dark Souls runs, Ooh. where he'll pacifist Dark Souls. Uh huh. Where he won't do any damage to anything. So how does he progress then? NPC NPC summons. Ah, okay. And then he'll start healing them. Gotcha. To keep them alive. Gotcha. Huh. He'll do uh, he'll he'll do a mage that has one intelligence. He's essentially exploring the game for, and props to this man because some of the stuff he does is absolutely uh, too time consuming, mm-hmm. and I would never do it. But it's uh, it's really cool. Cool. But hey, I think that does it again for this week. Oh, uh, real quick. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Throw credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. Go ahead. Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming to Nintendo Switch in 2021. What I've is, never played the is, Shin Megami Tensei series, but I understand it has a uh, bit of a following. Again, I had to use autocorrect how to figure that out because I can't even. You can't spell that. Yeah, uh, those of you that know Shin Megami Tensei will know, but um, yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five coming to Nintendo Switch in 2021. It looks it looks like more JRPG stuff. Oh yeah, you, you didn't get that from the name. Great, I can't wait for this character to be in Smash. Yeah, <laughs> give me more anime swords, guys. Give me give me more anime swords, guys. Smash, that's what I need. What, what, what's his name from um the uh... Persona Joker? No, from the other series, the the, oh. the sword boy. Oh, Link? No. Young Link? No, I Soon know Link? I know who Byleth? I know who Roy, Link is. Marth, I know who Corin Pitt is. It I starts with forever. An M. It starts with an M. Marth. Marth. What series is he from? Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. I always want to say Breath of Fire, but I know that's the wrong series. <laughs> I never even heard of that series. That that's one where you're a dragon who's in the shape of boy. It's, it's a pretty good JRPG. <laughs> I'm a dragon, but I'm in the shape of a boy. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, thanks for thanks for showing up again this this bi bi monthly this time. Yeah. Uh, my name's Mike. You can find me on Twitch on uh, JesterThought thirteen JX Twitch TV dot dot dot, and you can find Jason on Twitch TV slash Twitchy J. Alright, I think that does it again. Yay! Don't cheer. Yay! Your job's done. Now I have to go back and listen to it and edit it. Yay! (laughs) And bleep out all the times I... Anyway, see you guys later. Bye! Bye!